right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies, John in the flesh. Hey, and through the miracle of computer phone, and despite his own foibles, Chuck. Chuck, how are you? Hey, now. Hey, there it is. I tried to do the hey, now, and I messed it up. Yeah. There can be only one. There can be only one. One uh, person doing two impressions of a, an impression of a thirty-year-old catchphrase. Yes, of a yeah. satirical. Never mind. Never mind. We're too deep into this already, guys. We just got incepted. The, the meta levels are insane. Larry Sanders show inception. Yes, I'll say we're in August. The calendar has finally turned. If it's a Larry Sanders show inception instead of a top, can it be Janine Garofalo spinning a dreidel? Sarah Silver. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> anyway, guys, a new month, new NBA month of uh, finally, nothing's going to happen, we think, except for Rodney yes. Hood. Still nothing's going to happen. Right. We got a new batch of HBO movies coming out August 1st. Always exciting. And Wait, month, what's this? Well, just every month, there's just new, new uh, movies. Uh, I didn't know this was a thing that you look forward to. Fill me in. This should be, at the very least, funny. At the very least, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> give me the give me the new movies. I don't know what they are. Oh. I'm just saying every month oh. it's like uh, I, I feel like I I will end up at some point. Are you are you going to ain't it cool news and looking up the, what's coming out on? You Netflix? know there probably is a service that would tell me what comes out every month, but I don't. I'm a I'm a kid on Christmas. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna unwrap it. I'm gonna be like, is this one movie I've wanted to see? For Transylvania a 3D. Yeah. Yeah. It's always uh, it's always disappointing. <laughs> it's like oh we're doing a Steven Seagal theme this month. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, nine nine movies directed by Clint Eastwood that are all the bad ones. Yeah. Uh, the Rookie. <laughs> I started watching The Rookie with Charlie Sheen. Uh, First is that where Sean Penn minutes, takes revenge so bad. on a child molester? I don't even know if Sean Penn's in it. He's oh. not in the uh, – he was not the opening minute, and he's not in the picture that they chose as the still frame. I think I only like one directed by Clint Eastwood movie in his entire over. That can't be true. I think so. I think it's just Unforgiven. I think that is it. Unforgiven is really? very good. It's amazing. I like Gran Torino. Ooh, that's one of the worst yeah, movies. That movie's highly offensive, which it's is funny, why Chuck though. likes it. Uh, uh, that, no, that's one of the it. greatest I, cinema I, I, experiences I've had. I see I've myself had. as an old man inside like that. Yeah, I feel like Letters for Iwo Jima is good, but Didn't it was it. so horrifying. It's a horror. I mean, it's a war movie, yeah. but it's like more horrifying than horror movies. Body it's horror. Just, it's just like this is the worst thing that's happened. War, one of the worst things that happened in Does human history. Does it get history. like full Cronenberg where like people's no, 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 wounds no. turns into vagina vikes, uh, fissures and stuff no, like no. that? No? Okay. Uh, didn't he do uh, Is It a Perfect World with Kevin Costner? Does that hold up? Uh, I thought that was great. I've never seen that, but I remember it being, you know, that was during his Bridges of Madison County. Everybody really likes him. That I never saw either. Yeah. But then he just started I making have a like. Question. Yes, ahead. Chuck. Am I supposed to hate the good, the bad, the ugly, and all those like spaghetti western? No, those are amazing. No, those he, are fun. He just stars in those. Yeah, those are Sergio right. Leone. Right. Those are funny yeah. when I watch those. those when I'm like, oh, these are all time great films. However, the audio just isn't going to sync up. No, it was dubbed. Yeah, right. like yeah. that was a shocking moment when I'm watching this. Like, oh, Keith, we're they just, were shot in Italian. Right. We're just we're just doing dubbed uh, dubbed. Audio, and that's the way we're rolling with it, and we, we just accept it. Do you think that has something to do with people liking it, that it's just odd? I don't know. I think I you're programmed you by your father. Because you're watching him talk. Because if you didn't shut up during the Superstation airing of 
once upon a time in the West, you were getting sent out of the room in my house. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was like on rotation in every dorm room in the Air Force. No doubt. Those three movies. My, yeah. my, my dad's favorite movies. Oh, this is going to be this amazing. Be amazing. So, it, as, as most people know, very conservative upbringing. It's a wasn't, brave little toaster. Wasn't allowed to see hardly any movies. Anytime I got to watch a movie, it was very exciting. Mr. I, Smith goes to Washington. I remember getting to watch <laughs> Rambo First Blood on TV Ooh. one day uh, with my dad until my mom came in and said we couldn't watch it. I have no idea how old I was. However, my dad did like these movies. He liked The Magnificent Man. Seven. Yeah. That's Incredible. Cool. Very wholesome. He likes The Hunt for Red Mark. October. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. This all checks out. I feel like I should have a third. Did not prepare a third. <laughs> trying to think what other movie. The did Return he also of the Magnificent love? Seven. I would say I would say he was ruling Star Trek. So uh, we got to okay. watch Star Trek. So your dad's a utopian man. So we we got to watch Star. He he. I think he is utopian sexless. I actually, man. I actually oh, spent man. the whole weekend with my father and, and Let mother. Let me give you me too. my what dad's yours? favorite movie. Oh Chuck, what are your dad's? Just got back from Florida. Favorite movies. My dad's from the Quiet Belfast. Man. He's from the he's from the Gaza Strip of Europe, <laughs> but he loves. Uh, he loves anything about it. so the uh, in the name of the father, oh, Shroxer, yeah. the troubles. Daniel Day Lewis with a Belfast accent. Forget it. So he, your dad needs to see the Long Good Friday movie. Yeah, <laughs> he showed me this movie, uh, the trailer for this movie called uh, Black Forty Seven. Oh, it's about yeah. the potato famine, and it's basically. <laughs> Of Irish Catholic <laughs> revenge porn, where all these like dudes are blasting people's faces off with muskets Spud! because of the potato famine. Spud! Oh my goodness! Was it it's a bo- insane? Was it a Boondock Saints inspiration? Uh, it, I, I would assume no. This, I mean, it's basically like Braveheart, but Chuck- for. How many Nick. Boondock Saints tattoos do you have? <laughs> None. That's the worst movie ever. I, I can't listen to those jerky, idiotic. Uh, Sean accent. Patrick Flannery the O'Connor. Accent. Uh, Norman of, uh, Reedus. Who was the uh, the uh, Billy Connolly was incredible in it though. There it is. I love Billy Connolly. Knew he'd find But everybody line. else sucked. Yeah. But yeah. Also, August brings about my yearly renegotiation with SiriusXM. Ooh. You get you down mm-hmm. to three dollars a month yet? You know, they 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 offered Howard me. Howard Stern come to your house. <laughs> So the, the re-up for a year was, was, two, was 212 It's like $17 a month. Okay. I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's too much. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I called oh, no. them. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to cancel my subscription. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're sorry to see you. They, they play the game, but like, they don't even goof around. They're right. like, oh, I'm sorry to see you go. Would you like 36% off for like $150 uh, for a year? I'm like, no, Man. that's way too much. They're like, oh, well, <laughs> you've been a very loyal customer. Would you like uh, 50% off? For $106 for the whole year. And actually, I thought I was going to take it. But I honestly don't listen to Sirius that much. Right. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? You, you get it free with the NBA package, too. Uh, do you? Well, you get yeah. it on your phone. You can for listen. Real? Yeah, yeah. Chuck and I have it. But the so, then, so then I'm like, you know what? No, I honestly don't want Sirius. And they're like, oh, would you like it for $5 a month? Oh, Okay, like I like I'll give I'll give you five dollars a month uh, for six months. So it was with with taxes and fees. It was thirty five dollars for six months. If it's under ten dollars a month and I don't notice it on my statement, I'll pay. Th- for that's kind of how I felt. Any and honestly, I don't even use it five dollars a month worth. About but, about once a year, I call all the weird subscriptions I have, and I'm always just blown away. I'm like. I subscribe to 17 different independent pro wrestling promotion streaming services. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need I need to, I need to cut off I need to cut off 
all my credit cards just for like a few weeks just to find out what I'm dunked for. on Patreon. What the hell is this? Cancel. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, kind honestly, of Indian were you on? I feel like I, I actually maybe I, I took the bit. Like, what would have happened if I turned down that offer? Would yeah. they gone to three dollars? I think so, Keith. Because there's 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 no. no... Man, they would have you'd have been a guest host on <laughs> Opie and Anthony. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no service required for them to cut it off. It's just how much money will you give us a month for this thing that's in your car <laughs> that costs us no money to provide you? Maybe maybe right. I I misunderstand how it is. But anyway, uh, we should get to some basketball and some breakfast. Chuck, Do where are to? you and okay, have breakfast. you ha- have you had breakfast? Well, I am in the great state of Colorado. Nice. Um, in, in Denver, I have not had breakfast yet. Uh, I just woke up uh, to talk to you fellas on the phone after Mountain a long time, um, where I lost my effing telephone in a cab coming back from Red Rocks Amphitheater. That's just called traveling so, for you, Chuck. Long-time listeners will experience. say, "Wait, haven't you lost your phone in a taxi before?" Yes, that's right, <laughs> several times. Yes, on, indeed. On. <laughs> and we will we will release a Patreon only uh, exclusive Chuck audio where we talk about the exact reasons why I left my phone <laughs> in said cap. I look forward to recording that shortly. But as it stands right now, uh, I got the feds watching, so I don't want anybody out here snitching, so we're going to the Patreon. If you want to hear my this story, story could end in any way. This, phone. this story could end with his phone in a marsupial's pouch, and I would believe it. <laughs> I mean, it's quite possible that's where it is. It's been a long, crazy weekend. <laughs> John, what did you have for breakfast? I have had uh, medicine. Okay. And ah, grapefruit, which then uh, it's it's not inside anymore. Right, not Just doing so know. well. You didn't take one of those medicines that specifically says don't eat grapefruit after because they, uh, they yeah they cancel each other out. What are those? Yeah, I've I don't know, that. but I definitely know there's some. What's brand funny of, is I was thinking about that. There's some brand I of medicine, s- and then I don't even know if I got sick again because of the grape because I was sick or because I was thinking so much about that grapefruit and that medicine. Because all I could think about was like, did I just poison myself? <laughs> but I'm having that thing where like <laughs> the only thing that's staying down is soup right now, and it's oh, really it's miserable. Wait, wait, wait. Are you mean bone broth? Bone <laughs> broth. Bone broth, bro. <laughs> well, right now, bone broth and soup are two different uh, mediums, two different genres of food for me right now. Like bone broth Texture. is bone broth a like a way of life. Palate. Chicken soup is like that's a special uh that's a special heart. occasion. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I drank bone cold broth bone broth yesterday, life. guys. I don't know. Oh, you, you normally oh heat it? God. Yes. I, uh, I didn't even know you, you heated it. I just So uh I ended up going to I, so usually you heat it and I put it in my like Tottenham Hotspur cup that keeps everything magically hot forever. But I found out mm-hmm. there is a limit to how long it keeps everything hot forever. Because when I came out of the urgent care clinic with my uh Throw up medicine or whatever it's called. Um, Zofran. Yes. Damn, you guys are medical professionals. That's one of the only ones I knew. Uh, that's it. I was about to say Zycam, and that's not it. But um, I came out, and <laughs> I thought I, I left the bone broth in my car. It's blazing hot. I thought it'd be blazing hot bone broth. It was no, no longer hot. Yeah. Turns out uh, lukewarm bone broth, very much like drinking snot. Uh, again, oh, my goodness. Not knowing the flavor or the smell of bone broth. I just... <laughs> Collagen must just taste, you know, a, yeah. get all. Yeah, tastes a bit soupy. like tastes and smells like. How do I can I put a bone broth? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the boiled uh, ligaments from dead animals. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's horrifying. Well, in a stunning <laughs> twist, I'm the only one who ate a breakfast. I did wow. on brand have a 
cappuccino and chocolate muffin. Also, for the record, Keith tried really hard to make a very special breakfast for this podcast. I did. I went to the store looking for Dippin' Dots cereal. I'd heard there was Dippin' Dots. I love Dippin' Dots. I love Dippin' Dots. My brother-in-law has a mantra, which I believe in. When you see Dippin' Dots, you buy Dippin' Dots. Yeah. So I love Dippin' Dots. Now it's in cereal form. One, I'm excited for the oft-bankrupted company, Ice Cream of the Future. Fun fact, recorded two albums in the Dippin' Dots building. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Dippin' Dots might Here, be in based Nashville? in yeah. Nashville. Yes. My, my, uh, I used to have a studio um, that we recorded in that was owned by the Dippin' Dots people, and they had a huge refrigeration unit that we had to have, like, would sometimes interfere and cause ambient sounds. Remembering now that you I try- think Dippin' Dots is based in Nashville, I am going to hit Twitter once we're done recording to try to procure oh, some free right. samples of Dippin' Dots. I got you, fam. Cereal. I got you, fam. You got so this? I know the daughter of the uh, founder of Dippin' Dots. Yeah, she, heiress to she, the fortune. She uh, was a drinker. We see her out sometimes. But she, <laughs> uh, she's not a drunk. But yeah, she goes to the bars. <laughs> and we've had talks. She's got this new Dippin' Dots thing called 40 Below Joe, where it's like, or 40 Below, where it's basically Dippin' Dots, but for coffee. And you can Ooh. do the alcohol in it. So we can have Dippin' Dots alcohol in the future. We may need to get her on as a sponsor. I'm going to holler at her when I get back to Nashville. I, but uh, the again? story of the Dippin' Dots is hilarious. Her dad was a chemical engineer, and he was doing... Uh, Wait, her know, dad wasn't an astronaut? No, cryogenic freezing of, of uh, liquids. And he figured, well, let me try to make ice cream out of it. So he, he bought a bunch of stuff on credit cards and started Dippin' Dots. I've actually it's read incredible. that story before. I actually knew all of that. Yeah, but outside I, of Chuck I, having I a personal connection. I Negroni next to a, a girl from Franklin. That's pretty good. I also am from Franklin. We can <laughs> Franklin connect Town. on this. That's great. All right, well, those were our breakfast. I'm excited. Uh, this will be another exciting potential sponsor that will never come through. So podcasting, no, 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 no. it They'll rules. Never, we had to drop Waffle House. Oh, uh, we did. Because um, we don't cock it back to Waffle House anymore. We don't. We don't IHOP anymore either. Well, yeah, we don't. It's, it's been rough. Mm. All right. Anyway, Man. after our breakfast, we get to our <laughs> breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often, frequently, the first time we talk about basketball. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? The J. Jonah Jameson Jaron Jackson Jr. apology train will never end. Oh, one more time. Will never end. It's good. Until I see him, until I see, until I touch the hem of his garment and like the emperor has no clothes moment happens, until he shows <laughs> a fault, a glimmer. I can slow you down, John. He <gasps> showed faults. His touch and finishing around the yeah. basket, not good. <laughs> uh, he, he looks like scoring, an overgrown kangaroo. Yeah, his scoring from two point land, yeah. <laughs> not very good. Uh, I mean, the glimpses of him doing crossovers and trying to blow by guys, very exhilarating. Yes. However, his finishing, not good. He needs to stop attempting to lay it in and just forcefully ram jam can jam everything. Right. So I, I will slow you down there. And also uh, on the last episode where I interviewed John Roser from Grind City Media, mm-hmm. he also slowed me down and was like, he th- he's pretty sure they're going to bring Jaron Jackson off the bench uh, to start the season, which makes sense. He's not a natural four. Jamichael Green has very sensitive feelings and is in a contract year. This is going to be devastating for me to actually watch, isn't it? What, which part? The, <laughs> Jamichael Green playing more minutes than Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, it will be exciting to see. We're already in the Grizzlies epilogue. <laughs> no, it will be exciting to see game one 
does Jermichael Green finish the game? I'm going to be Please freaking out. Please put, 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 yeah. just let Jaron Jackson throw him to this the This is going to be a miserable and not And not the metaphorical Wolves. I mean, we always play the Timberwolves yeah. uh, game one. Um, my apology, officially on the record now, to the Atlanta Hawks, who two weeks ago I was not a fan of the Jeremy Lin trade. I thought they were squandering uh, their cap space, not doing much with it. They did pull off a trade where they got rid of Dennis Schroeder, and the three years remaining on his deal right. to bring in Carmelo Anthony for a glorious weekend in, in Atlanta. I hope Ooh. you had a, a great time. Strip clubs was lit, fam. Yeah, uh, the, the Gold Club, <laughs> I believe, was probably hit. Uh, to, to then secure... Claremont Lounge. Uh, you know, a 2022 lottery-protected first-rounder. I think it's a fine use uh, of their cap space. They got something out of it. Uh, I saw Bill Simmons lose his mind in a infowars type manner yeah uh, calling it an f minus minus trade yeah this made me sad for old bill and then like really <laughs> like personal twitter flame wars with people who disagreed with him oh i didn't see that much yeah i didn't see the follow-up really but anyway kind of, kind of. uh so so hawks i apologize you did a, a a pretty good job getting some out of it and honestly i do this every year i shouldn't because Budenholzer's no longer there i kind of like the hawks oh well, yeah they're fun now I mean, here's how I look at Hawks at all times. Do they still have Josh Smith? No? All right. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, they got Bazemore and Prince, right. and then you got Collins and Deadman, and then if Trey Young hits, Jeremy Lin off the bench, 42-year-old Vince Carter, that's a fun 28-win team. They, don't, they don't have Muskie Mike anymore, which hurts. They don't. And you haven't talked about the uh, Clay Thompson to Trey Young, Steph Curry yet. What does that mean? <laughs> that guy who they insist is the Clay Thompson. Oh, oh is it Herder? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't know who he is. It's a guy from Maryland. He got drafted, uh, but he didn't play in the summer league. Right. Meaning I don't yeah. know. I have no idea what he looks like or, or who he is. Just a man. Just a man. <laughs> but, but apparently, because we can't stop making any and all comparisons, like, so who's the Draymond Green? Um, we have to make everyone someone from uh, the Draymond Green, Omari Spellman. Oh, okay. And then uh, who's let's let's go ahead and get a Sean Livingston. A uh, Sean Livingston. that can be Jeremy Lin. Uh, no, uh, Brim Bimbry. Brim, DeAndre Bim, Bimbry. Bimbry. He's more of a two. Who's that other guy who always confused with Bimbry? Um, they have that other point guard. Uh, they have like a a Malcolm. It's not a Malcolm Delaney. Brogdon. Yeah, yeah Malcolm, Malcolm Delaney. Delaney. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think of. Okay. Although yeah. I think he's gone. I'm not really. I'm not probably. Sure. He's still around. Anyway. If hey ever guys, I, I try to apology. Go ahead. Oh, what's your apology, Chuck? You don't know who any of those guys are? I apologize are? for not knowing nearly any of the names of those players <laughs> that you just said. I'm very sorry. Jeremy Lin, I got. Malcolm uh, Delaney wrote that one. book, The Tipping Point, and then his, uh, like. Yeah, uh, he did Outliers, too, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like a con artist guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A barely listenable group. podcast that everyone raves about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I've been a little off, off touch with the Summer League guys. Uh, I, I, you know, well, next time you guys spend more than names. seven hours in Vegas. <laughs> That's what happens. And two of them in a weed shop. There it is. <laughs> Did you see so, any NBA players in the weed shop? I'm pretty sure somebody. He was six eight, but I don't know. He might have been a D league guy. Uh, very likely. He, he was been. white though. Very likely then. So was that your apology, Chuck? Before I move on, I want to yeah. make sure you got all your apologies out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure, sure. I, I was going to apologize for just being who I am as a person. Yeah, for, um, for calling yeah, in on your that, girlfriend's that phone? Kinda, yes. <laughs> I was calling in on my girlfriend's phone. Uh, yeah. One of the Don't only have, times uh, Chuck's I'm gotten a, really mad at me is when I like sort of told him, like, hey, man, you got to stop like 
losing your phone and letting your phone die all the time. That's like really ridiculous <laughs> at your age. And Chuck was like, I do not do that, motherfucker. <laughs> no. It was I, one of the only times Chuck know. was actually mad at me. <laughs> I, I remember I, uh, where we were. <laughs> I don't. I, I try to. I, I, it's a problem. I know it's a problem. That's like when you but, when you, you know, when someone really points out something that's careful. really true and it hurts so bad, you just lash out. Yeah. It just when, yeah, when, it when we write when we write the uh, the fast break breakfast secrets to podcasting uh, book, it'll be travel without a computer or a phone. Right. And, uh, <laughs> right. Right. Schedule uh, everything thirty two minutes using... earlier if you want John to show up anytime close. Right. <laughs> right. And then try to have like a uh, you know a Slack. Uh, password that you remember because that almost <laughs> failed right. you almost didn't hear from me yeah if i didn't have my slack password remembered that, the, I, people would have thought i died ooh, because it's literally incredible. without a two-step verification and your phone to verify you can't communicate with anybody i don't have any phone numbers saved this i could call thank my goodness mom. blaze at 42069 this is so like one of those uh, spy movies where if we don't hear from you in 48 hours yeah. c- coming after me if we didn't hear from chuck in 48 right. if chuck doesn't check in every 48 hours he's actually off the show this mission if so, chuck chooses yeah. to accept yeah. Well, those were our apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs best thing, we're going to have an extended croissant questionnaire. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. Patrick Kirtner asks, other than Seattle, what city should the NBA target next for expansion? Keith, I'll let you go first so Chuck can figure this out. Nashville, Tennessee. No. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I feel like everything I read is it's uh, Kansas City, Las Vegas, or Mexico City. Right. Um, I think it should definitely be one of those teams that is west of the Mississippi River. Yeah. So we can go Seattle and another Western Commerce team. And then... Grizzlies and maybe the Timberwolves move to the east. east. Yes. Uh, sorry, New Orleans. I think your proximity to Texas keeps you over there. Cosine. Uh, I don't have any interest in a team in Vegas because I've seen how sports work in Vegas. And it's not very fun. Uh, I think Kansas City would do a good job. Mexico City would be fun, although there's travel concerns there. And I'm not really sure what that means for teams in their division. Et I I would th- I would think my vote would be Kansas City, and this is just uh, almost ignorance based on never having been to Mexico City and mm-hmm. not knowing. I know there's supposed to be a huge market there. I feel like you'd have yeah. a lot of those initial problems when the NBA expanded to Canada of players not wanting to go, right? Like to to, to join the teams. I think that'd be an issue. I think if Kansas City, I assume they could they could support a team. Vegas, I have questions. They have the hockey team, which obviously was expansion team last year, and made the mm-hmm. Stanley Cup Finals. They're getting the Raiders, a football team. Can they handle in a span of a few years adding a hockey, a football, and a basketball team? I don't know. I mean, they can handle it, but the fan bases will be very lukewarmish. Well, it'll be tourists. Yeah, exactly. which seems fun. I don't know. Well, the, I got two, the Knights I got game two I went to is pretty haven't lame. Mentioned yet. Yeah, what's yours, Chuck? I think there, there are two cities that would enjoy an NBA franchise more than you know the guys you mentioned, and that's Sacramento and Phoenix. <laughs> they would just, I think they could support a real NBA team there if they could only get them. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's go through the pros and cons of uh, mm-hmm. some of these cities. Uh, Mexico City pros are a huge market. Cons are uh, kidnappings, horrible kidnappings. Right. Yes. Uh, uh, air, pol- air pollution? <laughs> I think it's one, two. Again, I don't want to. 
sweep all the good uh, government uh, let's, corruption. Let's, let's go ahead and put a team in cutter while we're at but it. But here's the thing: I don't even, I don't even yeah. think the needs the, the team needs uh, or the league needs expansion. I think, uh, you know, King Suns, you're on a watch list. But first off, let's take the Orlando Magic from Orlando. Like, screw that team. I'm uh, done with them. For real. Uh, one of our only yeah. negative Orlando iTunes and comments, Vegas. That's the, it'll be the same vibe. One one of our only negative iTunes comments is someone who's like, uh, like, hey man, you've been crapping on the magic. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it right now. Let's take away the magic. Is that Thorpe? Is the, Thorpe there? Let's uh, let's put the magic mm-hmm. in Seattle. We're done. Make it happen. Is Brian Hill on our Twitter comments? Like Betsy DeVos, owner of the Magic. She did not know that. She owns 10 yachts. The the U.S. Secretary of Education owns 10 yachts, and LeBron James is out here opening schools. Mm. Right? Let's get the Magic away. Come on, man. Sorry. We got to take the Magic away. And Orlando is such a hole. It is. Who wants to go there? I mean, I want to go to Disney World because it's magical, but the city is not for me. And it's three hours away from Miami, so they're sucking each other's fan bases. Like we wouldn't put, we probably would never see a Nashville uh, team because Memphis's fan base would, you know, it'd be split up. Right, Man, it would have to be of, the Grizzlies. There is a lot of Nashville right. uh, Grizzlies fans. I don't even think they would we do that. They, the I, they, if Nashville got a team, it would have to be the Grizzlies go to, back to Vancouver. Right, and then there's a new team. Right. There's okay. no way that transfer could right. happen. There would be literal arms conflict. I of, feel like uh, Nashville right. no. should get the Hawks. The, I think the right. Hawks are doing that. Would work. If you, you man, you the Hawks home game experience is the saddest thing in the world. And they try. They try to do like things like Tinder night and stuff right. to get people in. Right. Atlanta's just a and I'm an Atlanta sports fan. It is just the bottom sports fan base there is. Yeah. There's nothing as poor. Well they've been they've been to they've been, you know, put they won on, sixty uh, games like three years ago. It didn't matter. Oh no, yeah. They yeah, they, they made the, the playoffs. Only year they ever yeah. mattered. Well yeah. they made the playoffs ten years in a row. Yeah. They're they're a well run basketball hey, team on right. the court. From another perspective, the the we should go down there because they have a dollar bag of chips, two dollar candies, uh bottle waters for two bucks, three dollar fries and hot dogs, yeah. four dollar pizza and bottles of popcorn and a five dollar beer. Where else can you get that? And yet, no one's. I no just one saw comes. that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. They still can't get people to go to the yeah. At Love LeBron sixty nine asks, "How do you see the NBA's deal with MGM changing the landscape of American sports betting? Will this help keep out the Donickeys and the mobsters, or does this invite even more undue influence? Will guys like Pickles still have a place in this new economy?" The answer is nothing will change. Right. This is uh, no. not. This is not like a thing. This is still a state by state legislative issue. Some people are going to be able to bet right. on their phones. Some people aren't going to be able to bet on their phones. Uh, and really, if you think the NBA and MGM aren't the Donaghies and the mobsters of the world, you need to maybe <laughs> read some more books, baby. Uh, as of twenty six minutes ago in real time, uh, you could place a sports bet legally in Mississippi. Hey now, congratulations. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I obviously yeah. defer to John. I don't know anything. So what you said makes sense. I mean, yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, it, like, I'll start worrying for pickle when it's like when there's like Ladbrokes and you know places like that on the corner that you can go in. When you can start betting at your convenience store, then and only then will right. the pickles of the world be in trouble. Like the lotto. Yeah. But that's. The, I think though, you know, it's it, it the days are short for people like pickle, and that might be a good thing. Because and Pickle's John, only I, about five foot one, so that's it too. But we had we had a conversation about this. If, if you know a degenerate gambler goes to a bookie and gets a ten thousand dollar loan, oh sorry, John, Sub-tweeting if he gets a ten thousand dollar loan and he can't pay it back, 
You know, that's a problem. A bank's not going to lend a degenerate $10,000, and eventually all this is going to be <laughs> well, how did you start your sundry businesses, young man? <laughs> hey, watch out now. Hey, now. <laughs> uh, let's you move know on. What I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, it, it's, it's, it, there, there's an element that will go away that I will miss for sure that involves loan sharks. At yeah. Joe Yoder asks, <laughs> Kevin Durant made the biggest punk-ass move in NBA history when he signed with the Dubs. His championships mean nothing. He is a coattail writer. He is a weirdo. And he sucks. What do you guys think about KD? I'm willing to hear you out on any positive, positive KD thoughts and then disagree with you immediately because they are wrong. Thanks, Joe. Joe Yoder, one of the original Blazer Boys. Mm. Uh, the inspiration who, who is, for the Blazer. Was this question asked before or after Kevin Durant mopped the floor with CJ uh, McCollum? Yeah, we're, we're, we're coming because perilously that was close. To, yeah, that was awesome. That was point Kevin Durant. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this. Right. Okay, can you can you fill some air? I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Oh, so he's got to figure out. Okay, uh, cool. I think Kate. I think KD is is weird. I think the move to the Warriors, yeah, it's over criticized. I think it's. I don't think it's that big of a deal. He he wanted to play somewhere else. No. Uh, after this is after this, so this is, is a, this is a this rage is a, filled. This is a rage. This is a one forty five a.m. rage. Because on CJ McCollum's podcast, <laughs> if you don't know, Kevin Durant just stone faced destroyed him. Said like, hey, CJ, you should be a six man. You play like an eight seed though. You'd be a great six man. Oh, which is, I mean, that that's a shot fired across the bow. Yeah. And then then McCollum yeah. gets all whiny right. like you shouldn't have done the gone to the Warriors. And then he's like he's like, why don't you go to a good team? He's like, we're a contender. He's like, y'all aren't a contender. KD's right. So uh, I'm fine with KD. Yeah. He's a, he's a beautiful basketball player. I think his social media has gotten a little weird where he's like, stop tweeting at people. Yeah. K- KD for me is like the biggest uh, schism for he's probably t- the most enjoyable player for me to watch. I think he's the most fun basketball player because he can do anything he wants to at any time. And his game is so smooth and, and like it doesn't it almost doesn't look real to me. But then his persona and honestly, this thing with CJ McCollum is the most likable thing he's done in years. He showed like a, 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 a bit of wit, and you know, and he de- definitely sunned him badly. Oh, I, Won the argument on every mm-hmm. level, even though you know when he. But when he goes on Twitter, he is such a. Li- I mean, yeah, some people just annoying. shouldn't be shouldn't be able to use the sock puppet persona. Their online persona is just no good. Because Katie, when he talks to Bill Simmons and the like, seems very likable. Seems normal. And him and CJ are obviously yeah. friends. It's so. interesting you said that he's like your favorite guy to watch. Right. He's uh, my third favorite guy who I like to see shoot on his own team. Yeah. I much prefer seeing mm. Steph and Clay shoot when I'm watching the Warriors. Maybe yep. it's just my weird three point obsession. But. I mean, that's, that's Steph. That's Steph and Clay, though. Yeah. But, uh, but from my perspective, you know, he's got that. This is what it looks like when somebody is obsessed about winning. In the modern day, you got people who are going to not be able to uh, not clap back. Kevin Durant has to do that because he's Jordan-esque in his pettiness, and that's what fuels him to be as great as he is. That's an interesting you know point I've never considered. If, if Jordan had Twitter, do you know how much of a bitch he would have sounded like? If he could respond back to every person who called him whatever. Thank goodness. I don't he would have think... sounded like a little... He would have been just as bad. This is the true like end of of competitive nature in the modern digital world. See, would Jordan have been doing this? like uh, what so. are those? Would he been doing Fortnite dances after dunks instead of sticking his tongue I out? I don't I think, think so. That's so what I'm I, d- I disagree that this is a competitive issue. I think this is an issue of Kevin Durant has been a seven foot savant or the tallest you know guy. 
uh, among his peers. He's been the best player he's ever been around. Thus, sure. he's probably never had the social graces uh, of some other people. Yeah, he has a stooping giant like lurch. The uh, the story of Michael Jordan getting cut from his high yeah, school basketball team. Yeah, that didn't happen team. to KD. Yeah. yeah, like I feel like he actually probably had to learn some social skills growing up at some point. Right. Uh, he is a murderer, or yeah. you know, basketball wise. Yeah. As far as the things he said to Courtney <laughs> Brown, would not be okay on Twitter. Right. Uh, he would have some. <laughs> so he would have some major league baseball level old tweets. If you ever want to know uh, Michael Jordan's cover. true self? Look up what he nicknamed Stacy King. Right. In the book right. Jordan but wrote. I just think this is a lack of, lack of maybe social graces. Moving on at feeling feeling Minnesota asks which soulless, self loathing, self hating, schism laden team has a better chance of unexpectedly figuring it out next season? The Timberwolves. Or the Wizards, Chuck. Let's start with you. Hmm, it's tough. I don't isn't know, it? but it gives me a chance to, to talk about uh, John Wall's face in that photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Pooty Tang he looked like I looked <laughs> last night after uh, after Red Rocks. Yeah, <laughs> that was something else. He he lost his phone in a cab. He was after he, he took that photo. He, he went to an Afro Man concert. He incredible. <laughs> he definitely appeared but, uh, to eat his feelings after the Dwight Howard signing. Who, who has a better chance? I mean, uh, who? What team has most players on uh, contracts that are expiring? Oh. Probably that team. I don't Ouch! Think you know, either because, I mean, Jimmy Butler is the obvious. He, he yeah. will be a free agent in twenty nineteen. So Timberwolves have the most flexibility. Right. right, but no, I mean from a perspective, like a bunch of those guys are probably just going to play for themselves to try to get a contract. So it's probably going to lead to a game or two. I'm going to give you know, Chuck uh, what, what for Chuck is probably a uh, raking news update. Dwight Howard has evolved. Yeah, I th- oh, yeah. I, I think I'm not going to tell you which team though. The Wizards are the Wizards <laughs> are all <laughs> locked down for a while. I mean, Wall, Beal, Porter, and Howard are all locked down if they want to be. Correct. It's a, weird, it's a weird player option for. Right. Dwight Howard. I kind of like the Wizards lineup, but obviously the combustibility is off the charts. Like it could, they right. could hate each other, want to kill right. each other. Um, if Marshine Gortat and John Wall couldn't coexist, do we really think Dwight Howard didn't? <laughs> I really like yeah. a really tiny a signing. Steve Nash. The yeah. Timberwolves just got <laughs> CJ Williams. Right. Who, who who was good on the uh, the Clippers last Why year? Why did the Clippers do nothing with C.J. Williams? Like, what, what, I know they can't sign anything or anybody, but of all the players for them to okay, sorry to get on C.J. Williams uh, tangent, but that's where <laughs> I'm at right now. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a what he's a, I'm looking up. He's a 28 year old uh, shares my birthday. Um, anyway, he's a 28 year old, uh, you know, f- free agent. He's not yeah. that big of a guy. I thought he was going to get offered. He seems like a nice a nice glue guy for the Timberwolves, but all that is just that. All the smoke coming out of Carl Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler and right. Tom Thibodeau, like okay. But despite all that smoke, uh, that is a team that has much more promising players. Yeah, I, so I guess than the, uh, yeah, they have a a better yeah. chance of unexpectedly. But we're talking about next season, figure, figuring it out. So I w- I would go with I would vote Wizards as well. Yeah. Um, Feeling Minnesota also asks if you could select one unhealthy food or treat to eat in unlimited quantities without health detriments or weight gain. What food would you choose? I've been thinking about this one a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's Mike and Ike's. Oh, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I prepare myself for like pizza or something right, with I a mean, lot of interchangeability. It's <laughs> either. I mean, my favorite foods are like probably gumbo, mm-hmm. which is a poor person food, right? Uh, or but not. like you know, like a it's like a nice, a nice fillet. Mm-hmm. But I think Mike and Ike might be the most joy. Uh, 
there okay. was a no illness, a no gum, he says no health detriment. gum disease fallback, it might just be a pounded Mike and Ike's. So if I'm I'm, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire here. Uh-huh. What flavor, Mike and Ike's? Uh, honestly, one of the things that makes Mike and Ike so incredible is of the traditional flavors, they're all delicious. Okay. I think orange is my least favorite, maybe orange, yellow, least favorite. Okay. But like lime or cherry, probably my two favorites. I'm just, I'm just glad you didn't say tropical because I want all those. Oh, Chuck, yeah, yeah. what do you think? So um, I I was I just been having like weird fantasies about the uh, Whataburger honey butter biscuit. Oh, um, and I haven't had it in a decade, maybe. And it's the greatest thing sold in America, I believe. The Whataburger honey butter. So biscuit. something from Whataburger so could, is the greatest thing. Yeah, in it's the a world? honey butter chicken biscuit. They have a chicken biscuit with honey butter. It's a honey butter biscuit. It's insane. I'm glad you brought up Whataburger, and, I, and this is a tangent, but they, it is definitively better than In and Out. Yeah, because they have breakfast, and yeah. they crush the breakfast. In and Out does one thing; it's good. Does it well? But, uh, Whataburger does that too. They do all fresh ingredients, everything there, uh, and it's a better, you know, top end at the burger side. They're equivalent, but then Whataburgers, burritos, and and biscuits, bro, get out of here. They're incredible. So, so I am going to have to go with the very boring, very pedantic pizza answer. Yeah. Just because it gives me the most yeah. the most pragmatism. Anyway, well, what's what's the one pizza you would be eating? Oh dear Lord! See now it changes. Now I don't, I don't want I, pizza. I don't. I don't think you can just pick the entire okay. genre of okay. pizza. Okay. Uh, if if you're gonna do that, but no, to but me, that does give you flexibility. Yeah, I mean, you can do that to me. Cold fire, deep dish, Chicago yeah. style. I I would I would go if I have to eat one food and I can't make a I can't switch it around. I'm gonna go with crabs. Just crabs. Crabs. Mm. I like crab. No crab, king crab, yeah. Dungeonous crab. I'm fine with that. I'll accept. I'll go answer. crab. Crab is you gonna eat your crab gut? No crab's the best. Chuck, you gonna eat your crab gut? Going to at ball from Grace. I love crab guts. Do you find it all odd that Omri Cosby would willingly play in a city with a pyramid? I like this joke. Yeah, I know. I I skipped yeah. over this and Keith already, made me go we? back. You got you got to go back. Yeah, we've done this. This joke. is a this is a joke to the Israelites being enslaved in Egypt. For me, it's a joke about the right aliens here. coming back to take back what's theirs. That's fine too. Because <laughs> uh, he looks like the bad guy in Men in Black. Is that what? Ah, uh, yeah, I can see. Or is that, that Boba? He's no, got he, some. He's got some. No, he, he looks nothing like the bug guy from uh, Men in Black. He no, can, he doesn't look like the bug guy. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fleshbag. The greatest role ever. Oh, I love Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, you guys, we talked about Magnificent Seven earlier. Uh, he's in the remake. Really bad movie, despite Denzel being in it. <laughs> Terrible movie. Uh, but Vincent D'Onofrio decides to make the choice of doing like the old prospector voice the entire time. Oh, Jiminy Cricket, chicken And it's uh, just amazing to see a six foot seven fat man do that for the entire time. Really special. <laughs> While throwing hatchets. Final question. Uh, this is from a uh, listener at Keith Parrish. Based on their offseason moves, what team are you most looking forward to seeing play together next season? Least looking forward to also. Keith, I'm going to let you answer that question oh, from yourself. From myself? This might be a strange one. I'm kind of excited for watching... I'll give you two answers. I'm excited for watching the... Once Christoph Porzingis returns, Knicks. 
right. just for wildness. Uh-huh. They have a they have a gaping mm-hmm. hole. Just <laughs> traded for Trey Burke in a dynasty league. That's how excited guard. I am. Right, right. But just <laughs> uh, a Tim Hardaway Jr., Kevin Knox. Frankie Smokes. Porzingis something seems crazy interesting and fun. I got some weird young guys coming However, I know Fizdale will sabotage it all. Yeah. And they will be terrible. Oh, stop. Um, oh, he's coming, Chuck. He was building a great thing in Memphis before you awful people drummed him out with your Ugh. hatred. Awful people? Are you referring to Mark the Shark yeah, Chris Gasol? Wallace. Chris Wallace. The greatest man Chris who ever lived? <laughs> I am also very much looking forward to, for the first time maybe ever, the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Just to see how it happens. Davis Bertans unleashed. I think DeMar DeRozan <laughs> is going to be incredible. Yeah. On the Spurs. Like he should be 62%. Don't we feel like everyone who's on the Spurs does better than we expected? Like guys who leave the Spurs are always kind of not very good. Everyone but usually. Rudy Gay, yes. Right. Well, Rudy Gay, he didn't dis- Rudy Gay did fine. Yeah, like, he did. And Rudy Gay he might even awful. take another step forward because he's another year he removed hurt. from injury. I think DeMar DeRozan is going to be incredible. Having that backcourt of Giante Murray and like Patty Mills coming off the bench, like that's a good team. I'm not sure who's going to play most of the minutes of the three. What but if Davis Bertans? What if, <laughs> what if this is the year that LaMarcus Aldridge like gets mad? And because I've always felt like he wasn't like he always needed to get mad. He, he was he's really good. He's talented, but there's no like anger in his game. He, he kind of kind of was you know, last year. Yeah, I was, was going to say he kind of was last year. Yeah, because they almost he, parted he, like, ways. Into it, but now with Kawhi, you know Kawhi for sure gone, and now he's going to think. But he has been disrespected. What about like, Pop Smash? Like there's some. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what if Pop <laughs> gets mad? Out. What if we see what Super Saiyan Popovich? It also it also occurred to me recently, and I haven't heard this said anywhere. Uh, I'm pretty sure the reason, or one of the one of the big reasons, the Spurs didn't match on Kyle Anderson, is uh-huh. they knew Demar Derozan was coming. You're right. Like two weeks ago, yeah. the, whatever they're like, we're probably getting Demar Derozan. We don't we don't want to have that. We don't want to have this many guys who mm. honestly can't shoot. You're threes. discounting the Machiavellian right. all seeing eye of Chris Wallace. Oh yeah, Chris Wallace. Uh, they they knew all the pieces fit. All the pieces. he knew how to get Shlomo. But I think, man, um, like that, that leads me to my answer. Oh, what's your answer? John? The team I'm most looking forward to playing next season is the Memphis Grizzlies. That's fair <laughs> because they have Spider Man's menace. How about non favorite team category? Well, no. Listen, can I back it up? Yes, please. Last year, like that was a complete throwaway year for the Grizzlies, and we didn't get to see what the team can do at all because they basically hit the abort button immediately. So yeah. to me, of all the teams where we have all these questions about, this is one that actually carries over from an entire season ago, and they've added newer, interesting players. This is a team where I think there's the most variance as far as could be a playoff team or could be one of the worst teams. So to me, I'm really interested in it, despite them being my favorite team. Uh, the team I'm least looking forward to seeing play, uh, frankly, I mean, I hate to do to pile on and do this, but I don't really have a lot of interest in seeing the dubs grow into the Boogie Cousins era very much. That's Watching fair. him work himself into shape from injury isn't... I mean, if he was fully healthy and we were like immediately going to see, okay, let's see what this team looks like, I think that would be kind of interesting. But them being basically the same team and slowly easing in one of the best centers is not very fun. He's the youngest member of that starting five, which is kind of scary. Gross. I, mean, I, I don't know if they can hold the, all those five players together for two or three more years. No, but 
I don't know the way the contracts look, but it seems like, you know, if they want to transition to a different kind of uh, team, you can build around Clay, Steph, and Boogie as like a supplement to, you know, if KD has to go or for sure, if Draymond's got to be the guy that they let go out of those five that they have to let go because he's going to want the most money. I'm a, and he's, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about Draymond. But I'm, I'm, I'm team cut bait on Draymond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chuck, yeah. who's your, uh, what team, what team are you I'm looking forward go to? with John's. I, I, you know, I have a little bit of affinity for the Memphis Grizzlies. They, they do seem like, and this is the case every year, but if Mike and Mark can play a bunch of games, you've got, you know, uh, Kyle Anderson has been, you know, been in a winning system, Garrett Temple with the, with the, you know, what he brings and a, Where's, a, where's our pyramid joke there? Oh. Damn it! Come on. <laughs> right. I already did one last week. Yeah. What if Chandler Parsons has his weird year? Uh, where he's what if indeed? Good? Jesus. Wait, Christ. Let's stop talking about. It. I know? mean, he, Chandler Parsons is going. He's gone <laughs> full Instagram attack this week. Oh, he's really? like posting videos of him dunking. Fill uh, me in. Just just that. Just him working out. Was the Mike Conley dunking video on a nine foot goal? Yeah, we you know we talked about that. And yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my honorable mention of team I'm looking forward to watching is, is the Clippers too, because yeah. I think Shea Gildress Alexander might be really, really good. I almost they could be said super the Clippers is the team I'm not looking forward to watching. My, well, my teams <laughs> I didn't answer. My teams I'm not looking forward to uh, the Brooklyn Nets, who will be terrible again. Yeah. And I, I feel like they've even less to look forward to this year. You're getting irritated with the praise of the front office, I and feel. Uh, and the Charlotte Hornets. I'm so sorry. I don't know what even. Is happening there, man, man. I'm so sorry, man. I think uh, I think the te- the team I do not want to see is uh, Vince Carter around that young locker room in the Hawks. I don't oh, know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. but it seems like he's drawn to young, to youthful, younger, younger rosters. Priest, that means, Vince Carter. I don't. Well, honestly, I mean, it's unfair. I don't know. It might have been the the nubile young players, right, on the Hawks. But I think a big draw to Vince Carter going to Atlanta. It's a TV dog. Yeah, NBA TV's there. He's great yeah. at it. Too. Like he's like, oh, I'm 42. Yeah. I'm going to transition straight. Like I'm going to be earning. I'm going to be double dipping, getting paid to go on Turner like all, all off nights. He'll they be on the starters four times a week. Yeah, he will be on TV so much going to Atlanta. Uh, underrated draw for for free agents there. All right, and, well, and the Claremont sure. Lounge, greatest strip club in all the land. And actually, I'm going to add one more to, to, to wrap up the, the, the croissant query. The extended bonus, very, very long croissant query. Uh, besides the Cavaliers, which team do you think had the worst offseason? I mean, to mm. me, the, this is very, 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 very obvious. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> not much. <laughs> not much happened to the Charlotte Hornets. What they the- are still the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, are, are they gonna are they gonna turn Batum into Ryan Anderson and just go tank <laughs> tank it out? The, the Hornets are the same team from last year, plus Tony Parker, yeah. just to stir up the locker room. The 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 Charlotte Hornets big splash acquisition is a player who might at this point be most famously known for sleeping with a teammate's wife. Uh, are you overlooking Mengok Matiang? <laughs> That's not a real name. It's you almost like their out. ownership has forgotten they have a team and like put that toy back in the closet. I mean, I don't know what they're they're anticipating going back out there with. Chuck, you have a you have a loser of the offseason or, or, or a team that you think I mean squandered I anything. And right now, right now, it seems like that uh, the, it, it was it was a wash. But in five years, 
I think, or 10 years, if Kawhi turns into what I think Kawhi is going to be, San Antonio lost this offseason. Yeah, it looks that's awful. an excellent point. I, don't, I think DeMar DeRozan is great, and he's fine. He's going to be great in that system. Is he a transcendent top five player in the league no. like Kawhi? I don't believe so. So when you trade an, a superstar, you you got to get a back right that year. I like, I like Chuck Sansar with, with a star. I like Chuck Sansar. It makes me also think of the Timberwolves too, because I just think anytime you have this fraying relationships during off seasons, that's really bad mm-hmm. and can be as bad yeah. as any move or non-move. So th- those two teams spring to mind also. I also, also don't really like the Denver offseason very much. I, there's a lot of teams I don't like the offseasons of. My my biggest of team that had the worst offseason, I think, is the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, that's huge. They went into the offseason with, with all this cap space. Yeah. We're going to make a big splash. We, we waited all these years. We kept our cap space open last year to make a big offseason move. They did nothing. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, I've They're been the watching ex- this TV show called Suck Session. It's about the uh, the regime change in Philly. But, hey, there's one nice thing. Yeah. Uh, the Colangelos are gone. So maybe that's a good offseason for the Sixers. Right. But, like, they're the same team. Yeah. Plus, you hope Marco Fultz plays and they got Wilson Chandler. To only add Wilson Chandler to the team that was last year, is, to me, is a stunning kind of lack of following through on what was supposed to be a big offseason. Add Wilson Chandler should be in air quotes also. Probably. Wilson Chandler, who <laughs> I was reminded this morning, played 48 minutes. In the last game of the season, in the play-in game against the Timberwolves, and did not score. I His offensive rating was 31, defensive rating 120. I shop legend. Only outdone by in that game, again, I was looking at it an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> Tory Craig played five minutes. You want to guess what his offensive rating was? Zero. Nice. He was zero Hot. for a negative 121 uh, a net rating. Interestingly, Torrey Craig, one of those moments during the season where I've decided I'm looking at my fantasy team too much is when I'm <laughs> clicking on the little box next to Torrey Craig, thinking about adding him. You're like, what, with Torrey Craig news? What's yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, those, all of those were uh, our croissant questionnaire. Listener submitted questions from our Patreon supporters. If you want to submit your own question to be answered on the air, you have to become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash breakfast. You can get access to exclusive bonus content for just a dollar a month. If you pay a dollar a month, you can submit questions. For $3 a month, you can join the Slack chat. Uh, last week, I put up a video of me opening a case of 50 Memphis Grizzlies cards, which was a fun walk down there. beautiful. Lane. For, for myself. So if you want to support our show, submit your own questions and get exclusive bonus content, patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. All right. Steak and eggs. Best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? Donkey punch or two. Oh, donkey punch. That's a uh, Tristan Urban Thompson punched Draymond Green a... in the face in a club. yeah. So there's a uh, rumors, rumors <laughs> upon rumors. He did it all for us. He did it for Charles Barkley. He did it for me. He did it for sundry people. Stephen Adams' testicles. It was it was the come up that we've been waiting for. What about that Stephen Adams That's shirt weird. that has surfaced from him when he's like 13 and he's wearing a shirt that says "Protect Your Nuts"? Yeah, amazing. Pretty great, pretty great. Uh, life Full energy. circle. Uh, I, there's now rumors that maybe LeBron James and Kevin Durant helped break this fight up. Is this true? Do you believe it? That's what I've heard. I mean, I choose to believe. I choose to believe. I'm, I'm going full molder here. Full molder. You want to believe? I don't want to hear anything where this isn't <laughs> com- completely insane. I want it to be. I want there to be like 
brass knucks. <laughs> uh, Tommy guns. Did anybody have any Tommy guns? Sneering people saying, <laughs> break it up. Just, just Adam Silver would set up the gambling uh, I mean, contracts. I just love that apparently Draymond did the uh, underrated butthead move of, oh, man, you know all that stuff I was saying, that was all gamesmanship. And Tristan Smith was just like, nah, smacked him in the face. I like how you combine J.R. <laughs> Smith and Tristan Thompson to oh, oops, create sorry, Tristan man. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Tristan Smith sounds like a Tristan Insta- and a Insta- Instagram model. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just really glad somebody punched Draymond in the face. My my best thing <laughs> is Clint Capella. One, he's, he, he, he got paid. It mm-hmm. looks to be an incredible deal also for the Rockets. Right. Hopefully mutually beneficial. It's for way less than anyone else kind of thought he was going to get paid. Uh, I think five-year, $90 million. Um, which, again, it's stunning that no other team maybe made a run at him if they could have gotten him for, for more. But the Clint Capella contract has a bonus incentive structure and he gets paid $500,000 if per made free throw. No, no. no. <laughs> well, yeah. If he hits 65% of his free throws, oh, he, I was just kidding. <laughs> each season, he gets a $500,000 bonus. And I, I feel like the, the, the other bonuses that teams like the Mo Harkless bonus, the three point percentage bonus, yeah. like field goal percentage is tied to too much, too many other things. I don't think it's a great idea to incentivize it. A free throw percentage bonus seems incredible. It seems like this should be a, a contract bonus for every NBA contract. Is this my most college basketball fan take? Is this a bar to, barstool sports take? Uh, I mean, it's a silly talking point. Yes. Well, okay. Because, I mean, it's one of those where like, I feel like everyone's like, why don't they practice their free throws? Yeah. Is a common retort of what I consider to be an annoying basketball fan. Right, right. But rewarding right. someone like why shouldn't Tyreek Evans get a bonus? Oh, you shot 78%. You hit 80, you get $500,000 bonus. All right. It seems like one an achievable gain. Again, I'm not one who's like, why are these guys going out and partying? Why are these guys playing Fortnite around the clock? They yeah. should definitely take breaks. They need to have downtime. They need to relax, but $500,000. Yeah, that's, that's, that's uh that's $9,600 a week. How many hours like would you sacrifice, or would, would an NBA player? Not even you. You don't ridiculous. need to. You shouldn't ask me this. But like, if you're an NBA player and you're making seventeen million dollars, but you can, you know, is it worth three more hours of your week just to practice free throws to to get paid an extra ten grand a week? It seems like it would be. I mean, what is ten grand? What is ten grand per minute played to them? Right, and you so I, that's the question. I think you you so look at each wor- game. I mean, partially with me in this is. If you've, if you are, uh, it, let's say that this uh, athlete who's trained his whole life isn't, it has nothing to do with how much he wants to hit those free throws. He has a psychological block. Now you're putting an extra pressure by saying, "Oh, you're going to lose a bunch. This idiot, he lost all this money because oh. he did two free throws." I thought about this. Checks getting be faulty. A beneficial in. move for, for you know, as far as like this carrot in the stick as motivation. Faulty and psychologist. Chuck probably Anderson. a psychological thing, you know. I think I think you do, you do bring up a good point. Like, what if it's, if it's psychological? Is this adding more pressure? Who are we talking about again? Right. Clint Capella. Oh, you said Clint the magic Capella. word. What's oh. that sound? The game of scones. The aforementioned Clint Capella led the league this year in field goal percentage with a sparkling six fifty two percentage 
you guys real good. are going to give me the other top 15 leaders in field goal percentage with the special stipulation. It's a three strikes and you're out game. But if you can name one of the top 15, there's two players in the top 15 who aren't centers or don't play center who are in the top 15. Mm. If you can name one of those, you also give your opponent a strike. Oh, this is fancy. So, Chuck, I'm going to let you go first to give you a chance to give Keith a strike. Uh, there, there are 14 other players. Two of them do not play center. Now, some of these guys, you know, it's a forward center thing. But and these they, are they all qu- qualified for the leaderboard? Correct. NBA-wise? All right. There's 15 of them. Chuck, give me a top 15 field goal percentage player. Um, LeBron James. Oh, that's correct. And you give Keith a strike. That's one oh. of the two. Well done. It's pretty good. That's right out the gate. Kinda, you need to get this other non-center player. I do. I'm, uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it easy and go DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan is second with six forty-five. Well done, Chuck. Come back at him. Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is twelfth. Well done, oh. Keith. Oh, I now have this stuck in my head. Uh, I wonder if he played enough minutes. Uh, How many minutes? I think I know who you're going for, and I think the answer is yes. Montrezl Harrell. That's correct. Third place. All right. Oh. I'm just walking him down one, one, two, three. That's baby. right. That's the, that. That would have been one I had in my pocket the whole time too. He's a he's a Ram Jam man. Um. What about? I'm not giving any hints DeAndre yet because you guys are going strong. Go ahead. DeAndre Jordan. Uh, he already said that. Did he? Yeah. No. First one. Um. Stephen Adams. That's correct. Fourth. Oh, well played, Chuck. Come at it, Keith. Oh, who's that? He um... just let the let the neurons fire, and it'll take you there. I'm telling you. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a non-center. Oh. Newest Memphis Grizzly, Kyle Anderson. That is incorrect. Oh. I know he. I know he had a very high field goal. Yes, percentage. he did. Well, especially true shooting. All right, so uh, that's I, I, two for I, Keith. I, t- I took a strike upon myself. Chuck, you can just keep jamming oh, it with um, centers, or you can go for the kill stroke and go for the only non-center remaining. Um, he's just ahead of LeBron James on the list at thirteenth. Russell Westbrook. Oh God, no! That was all. Oh, that that should be two. <laughs> that should be two. That should be two. That's strikes five strikes. That's a first strike for Chuck. Oh, I, I kind of want to go for the kill, even though to kill myself. Uh, I, I guess I guess I won't. Um, I'm going to go with a uh, I look at the big men. Uh, Mason Plumley. That's incorrect. Oh, Three strikes, Keith. Embarrassing strikeout. I was hoping you. We already had Stephen Adams next on the list. Enos Cantor. Oh yeah. Uh, can, got, I, can I guess the non the non center? Yes. Uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Nope. <sighs> what about ben Simmons? Curry? Ben Simmons. Oh, ben yeah. Simmons. Simmons. Gets to the hole, boys. 13th. And you have Taj Gibson at 6th, John Collins at 7th, Jonas Valanciunas at 8th, Derek Favors at ninth, Julius Randle at 10th, D. Wyatt Howard at 11th, and 15th. I was really hoping Chuck would get one last time to say his man's name. Coxic back to Waffle House. Hassan Whiteside. Did Mason Plumley not play enough? I guess not. 60% from the field last year? Yeah, not enough to qualify here in our top 20. That was good. Chuck with a monstrous victory. 
Yeah, you you took Get some it. swings though there. I took some swings. Although Chuck did say Russell Westbrook. <laughs> that was yeah. It's all right. He he swung at one that was in the dirt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> bouncing, bouncing in the yeah. dirt. Home run hitter. I panicked. A... You know me. That's my thing in this game. I just panic. <laughs> Say a name. That's pretty good. Uh, Chuck, did you did you do a steak and eggs? Did I do a steak and eggs? Yeah. What's your best thing? Uh, my steak and eggs. My ste- steak and eggs this week was uh, Kyle Lowry talking about uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, pretty pretty incredible. Let me grab the actual quote here. It was, uh, do you have a relationship with Kawhi? And Lowry said, no. Have you spoken to him? Kyle says, I don't know. You don't know if you've spoken to him? No. What do you mean? Lowry answers, I don't know if I've spoken to him. There's a depth to the answer here, which lets me know that Kawhi Leonard is actually a robot. <laughs> because he, he's probably had a conversation, but has he spoken to him? I'm, Who knows? Yeah. Can you speak to a robot? Can you really have a conversation with a non-sentient being? Is, but if you have a conversation with it, does it become sentient? That's mm. the real question. Breaker as well uh, over here. Chuck, I took Kyle's answers a couple of ways. Okay. First way, maybe he got a phone call and oh. he just he just mm-hmm. heard that, that modem dial-up noise. <laughs> or, or just heavy right. breathing. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he, he's, uh, he's getting the weird phone calls at night. He, he's picking it up and just heavy breathing. So he's the like, Zodiac I, I, I might have spoken with him. Or maybe they were in person and Kawhi was talking, but with a very aloof, distant gaze. And Kyle was like, are you talking to me? Yeah. He's like, I like basketball. Oh, I'm glad you're on the team. And so maybe there's just there's confusion if they actually had a conversation. So, And mm. um, most likely response, Kyle Lowry, very irritated by reporters being a jerk. Right. <laughs> yeah, because that's a that's a really stupid question. So, uh, yeah, that's the best thing too is Kyle being a jerk to a dumb reporter who is scraping for a, a headline. Oh, it's all, it's August, baby. Would never want to be a uh, post game reporter. <laughs> all right. Well, well, those were our steak and eggs. Mm-hmm. Opposite of steak and eggs is cream of wheat. What's the worst thing you saw? I'll go. We mentioned it earlier, but uh, the Colangelos are getting out of Philly. This is not necessarily that on its own, not the worst thing. Jerry Colangelo's contract is expiring with the Sixers as an advisor. On his way out the door, though, he did happen to say that uh, his son, Brian Colangelo, got fired over, quote, nothing that he did, end quote, <laughs> which is a great thing to say as he's gotten hired his whole life Ooh. based on nothing <laughs> that he did. Damn, so, Gina. The, the Kieran Culkin of our little landscape. Um I am very, 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 very uh, schadenfreude gleeful about um, David Nwaba finally signing somewhere. And where he ends up signing is uh, he's, well, guys, LeBron has been replaced. Oh. David Nwaba <laughs> has signed with Cavs. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's it. No, he's, <laughs> he'll effectively be Le- LeBron. That's the money ball LeBron. This is exactly like... <laughs> Brent Berry replacing Michael Jordan. Yes. <laughs> of course. We've waited for the Cavs to make their big move. It worked out. And guys, they did it. They did it. This is pretty solid. At long last. Breaking news. This is great. Breaking news while we record. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, David <laughs> Nuaba. Maybe that means Kyle Corver is now available. What does that say? Rodney Hood? What is poor Rodney Hood doing? Got another guard? 
K-Love and Special Sauce just got another ingredient. I'm about to and look up the, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers mm. death chart to have a giggle. I mean, <laughs> I mean, have a little chuckle when you when you anytime you can pick up Fred Hoiberg leavings, you got to snatch it up. It's pretty good. I don't think Colin Sexton is good. Man, what a team! George Hill, Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson, J.R. Smith, David Nwaba, then Corver, Chetty Osman, mm. then Ke- Kevin Love, Larry Nance Jr., Tristan Thompson, Ante Zizic. Solid. Tertiary worst of the week. I, I'm I'm a little irritated by everyone talking about the Cavs desperately need to re-sign Larry Nance. I don't think you desperately need to re anything, Larry Nance. Yeah, he kind of let us all down after we uh, were giving him high fives for his trade deadline acquisition. Right. This, this, we don't need. I thought he was going to be good. Well, you, you get these visions of LeBron throwing lobs to people, but then you kind of forget that that's not really how it works. This isn't Chris Paul joining a team. LeBron's going to pound yeah. the rock into dust it's not it's not, not like anymore you that's rondo's job oh <laughs> yep. chuck you got a you got a worse thing uh meow it's just whatever there's just no basketball <laughs> that's the worst can we just do like can we just have basketball like real basketball with actual players chuck That'll if you flip like through those channels the you'll find basketball man big three baby it's coming it's coming it's you'll going. see jimmer for debt Lighten it up. I haven't Shooting watched from 40. any of the tournament this year. And really? I'm hearing, I'm hearing great things. The teams are good now. Yeah, there's like a, a creepy uh, creepy Mormon team, Jimmer Fredette team. Yeah, I mean, there's some funny Wait, stuff. Are, are, those, are, are those two separate teams? <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Okay. <laughs> I, thought <laughs> were, I thought you were just listening. There's a creepy uh, got, Mormon team. you got guys playing Fredette. minutes after they get married, all hung over. I mean, it's pretty fun. You need to get on it, Chuck. Just, just, just yeah, flip it over. Uh, what station? Is it on ESPN2? It's every yeah. I think it's, on, it's, on ESP, it's on some some of the ESP the Ocho yeah. Fa- family you can find some good stuff. All right. Well, those were our uh, our cream of wheat worst of weeks. Yes, we need more basketball. We need more real basketball. Although, I love having no basketball. <laughs> Man, I've been hitting the moo. I went to the movies. I saw the Mission Impossible. Oh, Mission Impossible. Ooh. Don't trust the mustache. How many missions can be impossible before it just becomes the answer? Routine. I think it's so far six. Yeah, I would say mm. the. The number of hilarious, like, I don't know what the odd, the probability of, of this one working out are in the billions. Right. It's like life, <laughs> it's, it's definitely life starting in the, in the primordial ooze oh, yeah. odds of, Big bang here's the stuff. thing, I'm going to crash this thing, and we're going to roll down this thing, and I'm going to land right beside this thing. If I can just win the, a helicopter cockfight, right. we can save the world. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. But While it, my ex watches. <laughs> it, 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 it honestly was, uh, that might have been one, uh, one bridge too far <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> of hilariousness. No, but I watch it, man, hitting the Netflix Hitting the TV show, I'm loving it. So I, I don't need NBA uh, quite yet. But anyway, par fade away. What are we looking forward to? Chuck desperately hoping for the NBA to come back. Not me. What are we looking forward to in the coming week or two? Well, I'll stay on your Mission Impossible tip. I have a new podcast coming out Ooh. called Food Court. First thing we're doing is that new Mission Impossible, which, a uh, little spoiler warning, a race riot broke out during the watching of the movie while we were watching it. So it was a good one what? for our first podcast. Right. You name it, wait, you're doing another food-themed Yeah, I'm podcast. ripping us off. <laughs> <laughs> we got a brand, baby. We, oh, should, get, we get, should make get it ready, work. Get ready, because you guys are both going to be on it, too. So it will ostensibly be this very same podcast. Can't wait. Only we won't talk about Chetty Osman. 
I love talking about movies. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that'll be dropping this week as well. So there's my quick plug. And uh, everyone is cruising for a bruising this week. Can't get enough. Loved that movie. That's awesome. Loved it. Uh, I'm looking That's forward great. to where one of Chuck's boys is going to end up. One of the few remaining unsigned players who started a lot of NBA games. Yep. Luke Babbitt. Mm. Hey, Babbitt. Babbitt. A lot of teams could use a shooter. Yeah. I mean, he legitimately sh- shoots a great percentage on a, on a high volume. Maybe he should just drift away to Macau with Dwayne Wade. Maybe he could. Is Dwayne Wade coming back, Chuck? Or Lamar Odom. Yeah, oh, Lamar, Lamar Odom's Odom. going to, to China, too. Lamar, Lamar Odom, Odom being in that to, world of opium China dens too. was my worst of the week until... Uh, if he gets caught with drugs there, though, he is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't, you can't do drugs in China, so this is his most extreme rehab plan. You can't, or you should Because I think they just... Ex- they execute you there. No, he's like not playing in Taiwan, stuff. is he? No, yeah, you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll find a way, Chuck. Life will find like, a way. Like J.R. Smith saying, no, you, sh- you should not somebody. join a Singapore team. I don't yeah. think that's going to work out very well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing to look forward to is we're going to organize our, our fantasy league soon for Patreon, maybe hints of a dynasty league. I want it so bad. So we'll be, we'll be setting Gosh. up some stuff. Uh, Chuck just fainted. <laughs> I hate fantasy, but I get it. We'll play it for them. It's fine. Chuck, you don't have to. You, you did pretty well, you right? Yeah, I did okay last year. Well, but you know, you on, did really good like, in the iShop League because you didn't understand it. Yes, you. you well, you, and I set one. I just set one lineup the whole year. <laughs> and you, you just guys took Miami Heat players. I'm like, these are really crappy <laughs> players. Just leave them. Set it. Forget it. It helps when all the Miami Heat players are iShop gods. <laughs> oh, I'm, another thing I'm looking. I for, mean, <laughs> I'd say another thing I'm looking forward to. I just remembered is the Grizzlies signed a Japanese player on yeah. a student contract. Yuta Watanabe trying to break their Facebook live stream with all the Japanese Yuta Watanabe fans. That's how you do it. Following in the uh, the footsteps of, of of Satnam Singh. I call him the Bullet Train. Is that for their 2K league? No, 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 like no. Real basketball. No, no, no. Uh, on, well, uh, <laughs> Chuck, there's this thing called a two-way contract. I'll send you an article. Yes. Uh, but uh, okay, cool. I'll read up about he's going to play on the Memphis Hustle. <laughs> but again, it feels like they're just courting the, uh, the the Japanese viewers. I don't know anything about Watanabe. We need to get that Simbular audience, man. Oh yeah, Dothraki warrior <laughs> yeah. audience. Absolutely. All right, well, Aquaman. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for checking the show out. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter at Fast Break Break. Um, you can support us at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Get a little extra bonus content. Like uh, we're going to get some Chuck to tell some stories about losing a phone. Maybe have a Red Rock, we can have a Red Rock story on the Patreon. So if yeah. you want to listen, just sign up for a week. Hear me talk about debaucherous things and then if you don't like it whatever exactly that's all you have to do so again patreon.com slash fast break breakfast all right you guys are the best thanks for listening and remember breakfast is the most important thing yeah no apologize for being gng fast break break man you understand